In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Christ is in our midst. On March 19th in 2014, our Father in Christ, Metropolitan Philip, reposed in the Lord. And um, since this is his seventh anniversary of his repose, I wanted to say uh, just a few words about Metropolitan (coughs) Philip. He was the leader of this archdiocese for 48 years. Uh, and he was made metropolitan after giving a rousing speech in which he fiercely told everybody not to make him the metropolitan to choose somebody else. Uh, Yet he accepted the job, and the first thing he did was he reunited the two archdioceses. Uh, There was a diocese of Toledo and a diocese of New York, and he was the bishop of New York, and he reunited the two archdiocese that had been split for for many, many years. Um, That was one of his greatest accomplishments. He soon after had a heart attack. And the doctor told him that if he didn't take care of himself, he he wasn't going to live very long. He was only in his mid-30s when he became metropolitan. His first heart attack was around age 39. He died around age 82 or 84 or something like that. Um, and, uh, and, And a week before he died, he uh, swam something like a hundred laps wow. in a pool. He was in very good shape for the rest of his life. He outlived his heart doctor. Uh-huh. Um, but, but he reunited the archdiocese, which was a major accomplishment. And for, for most people in this room, what you remember him for and thank God for him about is his welcoming of the evangelicals into the Orthodox Church in 1987. And that's really what I want to focus on. I am a child of an evangelical convert. I was three years old on February 15th in 1987 when I was chrismated at St. Nicholas Cathedral along with hundreds and hundreds of other people. And I owe my orthodoxy to Metropolitan Philip. And the reason is, and Patriarch Ignatius IV of Antioch, of blessed memory, the two of them together, the reason is they open the doors to my parents and the leaders of the Evangelical Orthodox Church. The leaders of that group, the group was flawed. We don't need to litigate that. The group was flawed. But they knew they wanted to be orthodox, and they knew they weren't orthodox. So at least they were realistic. And they started knocking on doors, and nobody would open. Until they were despondent. And they met with Metropolitan Philip and Patriarch Ignatius at a convention in 1985 in Los Angeles. They told their story, and they begged, and they pleaded to come into the church. And Patriarch Ignatius turned to Metropolitan Philip and said, I think we can do something for these people. And Metropolitan Philip had the vision, though. He had the vision. He didn't see outsiders trying to get in. He saw people trying, people pursuing Christ, trying to find the narrow path to the kingdom of heaven. And for us, for us, the lesson is, when we look at other people, what do we see? 
Do we see outsiders who are not like us, of whom we need to be afraid and of whom we need to keep away? Or do we see broken humans, broken hearts, people desiring God, people wanting something deeper in their life? And do we take them and say, let me show you a better way? Not in a triumphalistic, sort of haughty, arrogant way, but in a humble way, saying, here's the path that is helping me heal, and I would like you to join me on that path. I want to walk beside you on the path. In the book of Acts, the Christian life is called the way. The way. And remember, also in the book of Acts, they were first called Christians in Antioch. We are part of a tradition that holds to a higher calling than most of the other Orthodox churches in the world. It's up to us to act like it. It's up to us to act like Metropolitan Philip. On that day in 1987, on February 15th, in his homily, you can see it, it's on YouTube. It's beautiful. It is, it is the closest thing we are going to see to, to Peter's homily in the book of Acts. Metropolitan Philip was on fire. He was full of the Holy Spirit. And he said, we have been hiding the Orthodox Church in our ethnic ghettos. But he said, it's time for America to come home to Orthodoxy. And he says, come home, America! Come home to the faith of Peter and Paul. It's beautiful. That message rings true. Just because we have made it home, so to speak, like the prodigal, doesn't mean that we can't go out to the highways and byways and bring in those whom we know to join us. So, on this anniversary of Metropolitan Philip Trupos, he was a good man. I don't know if he's a saint. He hasn't been canonized by the church. But he was a tremendously good man, a bold leader, and a visionary who could see people's desire for God. And let us emulate that. Let's not worry about... Sometimes we get too caught up in the externals, right? We don't need to worry about the externals too much. But if there's somebody who desires Christ, we simply need to say, come home. Come and see, as Nathaniel says in the Gospel reading this coming Sunday. We need to open the doors the way that Metropolitan Philip did for us. Because I really don't see anybody in this room who would be here without that man. We owe him, at the very least, our prayers for his soul. And we ask that God will be merciful to him on the day of judgment for all the good that he did and for all the doors that he opened. And for the generations, plural, of Orthodox Christians in this country who have a chance to live out the faith because of him. By the prayers of our Holy Fathers and of our Good Shepherd, Metropolitan Philip, O Lord Jesus Christ, our God, have mercy on us and save us. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow.